0: Hello and welcome to the Real Life Business Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Marquick, an accountant and business coach to the busy business mum looking to find more confidence, clarity, and calm amid this crazy thing we call life. Now, at the end of this episode, go on over to clairemarquick.com.au to check out all my latest offerings, blog posts, and freebies. But right now, let's get into it. Whoosh! Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Business Podcast. This week, I am thrilled to be chatting with Emma Lagalo. Now, Emma is a life coach, blogger and founder of Mama Day. She is mum to four, almost all teenagers and supports mums who are raising tweens and teens to ditch the overwhelm and reclaim their sense of self. Emma is passionate about reminding mums to prioritise self-care so that they can grow their self-love and create more fulfilment in their life in the midst of the chaos that occurs in family life with older kids. Emma, welcome to the show. I cannot wait to dive into this conversation. Being the mum of a tween myself, going on teenager, going on adult, I am, you know, I have a vested interest in this conversation. Why don't we start off for those who don't know you, if you could share a little bit more about your background and how you came to be doing what you're doing now. Sure. Thanks, Claire. So um, grateful to be here. Thank
1: you so much for having me. It's um, been lovely connecting with you you and seeing all that you do as well so yeah so I started Mama's Day uh, well I guess the seed really started nearly two years ago now um, and it was really at the start of the pandemic for me that when life really slowed down I had a moment to I guess check in and think about where I was going with my life and if I was doing everything I wanted to be doing and at that point so I've got four um, kids that entering their teenage years and I was working in corporate. Um, I was a national marketing manager for a pharmaceutical business. And it, look, it was a great job, but yeah, I had always had on my list that I really, my bucket list that I really would like, love to write a book and I love writing. And uh, I, I started to think, you know, when am I ever going to do this? Is there ever going to be a time? And when I thought about it over the years, I'd always thought like a blog could be a good way to maybe do a little bit of marketing for the book. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I would, I would get, get to it that way, but there was just never time. And so that was the the moment for me that I thought that there there would be time. And so I started to put the wheels into motion. And as I did, you know, thinking about what I wanted to write about, I really went on a self-development journey, um, and discovered life coaching. I had life coaches and all of a sudden I started to think perhaps there could be, whole life that I could have um, and a career around, you know, doing what I really love. Um, And freedom was a huge thing for me as well. I really just wanted to have more freedom to be able to choose, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, I I thought when my kids became teenagers that they would be more independent and I would have more time um, to be able to even go out and get a a bigger job. But yeah, I, I realized that if I was to do that, then, you know, I, I felt like, my kids would suffer and all of that, and I needed to be, you know, present for them and more present for myself as well. And so, yeah, so I
0: started on this whole journey. <laughs> I think that's fascinating. There's so much in there that I can pick up on, and there's so much that I can resonate with. I think the the, the standout thing from from what you just said there is that that feeling that when the kids are older so right then I'm going to have more time for me then I'm going to be able to focus on me um, because they're not so dependent on me and whilst that is true you know like let's think back to when they were sort of 18 months two three years old I'm sure there's lots of listeners listening in that phase at the moment Um, there is definite freedom in them being 11 12 13 isn't there And, and being able to make their own lunch and get their own drink and get themselves dressed and wipe their own bums but at the same time um they need us just as much, don't they? Just in a different in a different way. So I, I, yeah. I love that. I love that sort of that clincher, I guess, to kind of go, okay, well, maybe now, maybe stepping up into that big corporate job isn't what I want. What else can I make? What else can I have in my life? What else can my life look like? I think that's yeah. a really important question to ask ourselves, isn't it? Yeah. I think yeah, that it's,
1: it's incredibly important. And yeah, just coming back to teenagers they, they they it is good to be present around them i mean even to be their conscience for them going to the pantry 500 times a day to get a new packet of chips you know or um you know i hate to think if i wasn't around as much like what time you know what they'd be doing in the afternoons when they finish school and where they would be and and you know and i i really am also aware that i'm i'm blessed to be able to have this opportunity and it's not for everyone to be able to to step back and um and take a different route but uh, but if you're super passionate about it, then you know, then it, anyone could, you know, can can take a different path and and have different options as well. So, yeah. But it is it is really. I don't think I think that it's great to, even just to be around for them if, when they want to talk to you uh, because yeah. that doesn't happen all the time. I mean, you're often just getting grunts out of teenagers, but when they do want to talk, it's really nice that you can be there and you can be present and and be there for them to whatever they want to tell you.
0: Absolutely. And that's certainly something that I found, you know, like if you if you, you you can't just sort of say, right, okay, 4 till 4.30, that's when we're going to debrief about the day and I'll be my present mum chat. Like it just, it just doesn't happen. It's usually when you're in the middle of trying to do something else, when you're trying to go, trying to put them to bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mum, can I just talk to you about something? And there's part of me that wants to go, oh, I just want to sit down with my red wine, but at the same time. You know, I certainly don't want to shut that door um, when they're willing to chat. So, yeah, Yeah, exactly. You've got to be
1: there when they're ready. I mean, within reason, of course, but um, yeah, the the opportunities become fewer and further between (laughs) that they're happy to be open and have
0: have a conversation with you absolutely so talk talk me through your mindset talk me through your thinking you said it was the the pandemic that almost was the the final force um, to to sort of make you go actually there might be more for me here than a corporate role but what went through your head what was your thinking in terms of all right I'm going to leave that behind and I'm going to start something of my own yeah so I mean
1: there was also I think even my team my kids Going into the teenage years, and we had a few, even like a few health hurdles and and things like that as well that were signposts a little bit for me to to think, am I really doing you know what I what I'm called to do? Mm. And then it was it was as I started, um, I guess, learning uh, on, about self development and taking up new practices and rituals and things like that that I had I guess more space and in, in, inside me to be able to yeah, really question, you know, what I wanted to do and what I wanted to to share with the world and, and you know, even discovering what my values are. And I think legacy is a huge value for me. And uh, I really love now that I'm, you know, am leaving a little bit of a legacy with my blog that I'm, what I'm writing and even, you know, with my Instagram and all of that type of thing that for my daughters to be able to maybe even read as a little, little goalpost for them so that they can really know who I am. Um, and then, you know, I, I hope that I'm able to maybe inspire other mums and and things like that with, you know, with my writing and some of my ideas. And so then self-care became a huge, huge Mm -hmm. foundation for me. And I realized, I mean, I'd heard about meditation and journaling and and I kept a diary off and on for my whole life, but never really consistently. And there was just so much science around it that, I just thought I'd need to try this. And uh, as I did it, I could really start to see the benefits that it was having on me. And uh, so, you know, now it's, it's, I'm really just, you know, with my meditation and with my journaling and practicing gratitude and all of that. And it has honestly really changed the way I'm, Reacting to things and and showing up in the world, I just feel like a much calmer version of myself, which is it's really good when you are raising teenagers and mine <laughs> like to throw their curveballs at me fairly <laughs> really frequently. So rather than um, you know being a tornado of of you know emotions when something comes up, I I, I really feel like I mean and of course it's not all the time because every now and again you know we're only human and you things can derail you, but um, it really has helped me showing up like this. And so it's something now that I really am so passionate about wanting to share with other mums. And the fact that it doesn't take, you know, it's not like you have to set aside three hours in the morning and get up at the crack of dawn to, to be able to, you know, get your self-care practices in. I mean, the morning is, is a great time for for mums, I feel, because the day you just never know what's going to happen, but I feel like 15 minutes is enough time to, do a little bit of self-care and then you've done something for yourself and I think you just feel much more grounded and present and uh yeah happy to then you know step into the day
0: 100% I could not agree more I'm I'm uh, I've spoken about sort of my morning routines so many times on this show but you know for me um, I certainly, I, I like to get up before the rest of the house. Um, so I get up first. I, I have to say, then I sit there and I have an aimless scroll through my socials. Um, well, while, literally while my eyes are focusing to being awake, um, I'll do some exercise. I'll make myself a cup of tea. Then by that point, the, the boys have woken up and we start the whole breakfast, getting ready for school thing. What do your mornings look like? Because when you say like it, um, self-care is so important and we know that, but I think- um, Um, I think so many of us and I'm going to say myself included previously um, do think oh yeah I know it's important but I don't have time for that right now um because I don't have time to meditate for half an hour and then journal for half an hour and then exercise and then go for a walk in nature like I don't have time for all of that so I know it's important I'll get to it um what does your morning look like and what tips could you give for someone to just sort of start out with something
1: yeah sure sure so I mean exercise has been part of my life for a, a long time and that's um and that remains um now but um what I do now is whatever time I have to get up to do my exercise usually I set my alarm just for I, it's about probably 20 minutes before I need to be up. And so that gives me a chance just to, you know, wake up a bit, maybe do that one scrolling just for a second. <laughs> and then I've got a meditation app um, and it's called Headspace, but there's others like Smiling Mind or Insight Timer. And they have um, the Headspace ones, they go, they go for about 11 minutes. Um, i also, There's also some five-minute ones, which for some days I just do a five-minute meditation. And then I've got a journal and it's just an A5 little notepad that And I write one page. So, whatever's coming up for me, you know, what something happened the day before, I'm worried about something, excited, I feel really tired, whatever it is, I just write for. So that takes a couple of minutes. And then I finish with three things that I'm grateful for. And I feel like that really helps if I am feeling a bit negative or things aren't going, you know, according to plan, then there's always three things you can be grateful for, whether that's, you know, that I had a good night's sleep, I've got a a comfortable pillow, there's a full pantry, I can have a hot shower. And it really just gives me perspective then to realize that life really isn't that, that bad, you know, that you know, often it's first world problems and yeah. You know, and then we're so blessed to have all this goodness around us. And, and the practicing of the gratitude has been really good for me because it has helped me then. I just look for the things to be grateful for more mm-hmm. than I did before, you know, so it, whether you know it's a pretty flower or a beautiful sunset or, or something I feel like it you as you start to practice gratitude then you start to look for more good and it really does change your mindset
0: so absolutely
1: yeah my really my three things that I do and they honestly they can I mean it's lovely if I have more time on the weekend that I can really indulge myself and I do love you know sinking into a meditation these days but if I don't have that time, which, you know, when if I'm getting up to meet a friend at the gym at 6.15, then <laughs> I'm not going to get up at 4am to do, you know, to do it all. So then I yeah. can get 15 minutes, but, it just is that, it sets that intention for the day that I've at least ticked one box that is for me. And um, yeah, whatever else comes my way, I seem to be able to handle it much better.
0: I love that. I love that. It's just a real example, isn't it? That it, it doesn't doesn't take much to to fill our cups, um, but it's like, it's that consistent practice of it, isn't it? it? It's like, it's not doing it once and going, oh, well, I don't feel any karma, you know, that this obviously isn't for me and, and sort of disregarding it. It's giving it that consistent, practice and the gratitude piece i mean i find i don't know about you but i find that's a really great tool to use with our kids as well um especially as they're getting older and going through school and you know our eldest has just started year seven so he's just being introduced to the world of assignments and and coursework and and things like that and you can feel the you know i can i can feel his anxiety um starting to grow already so just to give them something so simple it's like okay you're stressed and you're worried and, and all this stuff but what can what can you be grateful for you know you, you might you might not have you might not be feeling too positive about the three pieces of course where you've got to hand in but you know you you've got a roof over your head you've got your own chromebook to be able to do your research and things on and, and it's just sort of changing the way we're looking at things isn't it can have such a huge impact
1: yeah without a doubt yeah And no, we did start um, a gratitude jar there for a little while as well where Um, we had just a a glass jar and I had coloured post-it notes and the kids were writing things to be grateful for and popping them in the jar and then, you know, we'd pull it out at the end of the month. Teenagers, it can get a little bit you know, they're not, you know, very good with some of these things. Um, And there was a monetary also bonus for them to get them to do it, but it's dropped off a bit, but we have still carried on. My husband's really good with, you know, what's the best thing that's happened today. Um, That's a little bit of a conversation that you can just bring in. And then it does make them, yeah, just stop and think that, yeah, something good did happen or, you know, that type of thing. So I think it's really great example and and to be a role model for our kids to be able for them to have a more grateful mindset as well as they grow and get older.
0: Absolutely. I love that question. Uh, and another one I always ask my eight-year-old is, what's the funniest thing that happened today? Um, because, you know, and it, it's, that, it's that language that kind of it presupposes that something funny happened and that there was fun in their day. And it, like you say, it just makes them think about things in a different way. And it's a really great little tip for ourselves, isn't it? It's like, oh, what was the funnest thing that I did today? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, I have to answer too. And often it's when I'm eating dinner with them. <laughs> made it through the
0: day (laughs) (laughs) tell me about excuse me I'm tickling my throat tell me about let's go back to um the 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 leaving the corporate and and setting up on your own because this is something that we've spoken about off air before um like when we had our little pre-chat there are some big conversations that have to happen in a family household aren't there when when it's all very well saying, okay, I'm going to leave the corporate career and I'm going to start follow my passion. Um, but at the end of the day, following a passion doesn't pay the bills, does it? Doesn't pay the mortgage? Doesn't put food on the table? So, if you if you don't mind sort of going there and and getting really real on those kind of conversations, how did you navigate that in your household? Yeah, so that it was it that was the biggest decision for
1: me to make. Um, I mean, I would leave, have left, you know. At the, at the first sign of the idea if it wasn't yep. for the money piece and that um there was a big risk that I was taking to step away from, you know, a solid, I mean, I wasn't earning, you know, an incredible amount of money, but it was the money that was, you know, our holidays, you know, you know, if we wanted to go overseas and, you know, just the, all the extra, the cream in life that, yep. you know, that, and so I knew that if I was to not work, then that would, mean that we probably would have to t- tighten our belts a little bit um and then it's also even my mindset of of not contributing and then to the spending as well like then feeling like do I deserve to even buy that new pair of shoes or yep. you know things like that so there was a lot to 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 really grapple with when I was making that decision um and then it sort of just got to the point where I guess my passion for wanting to to really give this a go because I was running it as a side hustle for a uh, yeah for well, you know for, from conception until I only resigned like back in october so you know for probably 18 months really that it was bubbling away and i could just say that i i wasn't going to be able to do it well enough um that, to really give it a good go if i didn't resign from my job I, you know it was 30 hours a week and with four kids i could say that it just wasn't um yeah it wasn't i was never going to really know and so my yeah. husband was great about you know hey, we decided that you know let's let's give it a go and hey I first of all said six months and now in hindsight I think I'd really need to give it more time because it does take (laughs) a a lot more time to build a business and and I'm you know I'm not earning the same amount of money by any means yet um as I was but I can see that there's definitely potential and so can he so we said 12 months he said 12 months that would be you know good to give that give that time yeah and um Yeah. And now I think he can see that there is definitely potential and he can see how much happier I am as well in my, you know, my new life that I'm doing, you know, what lights me up. And I think he even feels a little, you know, because then then there's even the side of me that feels guilty that now I've got this amazing life that I love and I have all this freedom and he's still, he's a stockbroker. So, and he's just gone back to work. Like he was working from home for a long time and getting up early, driving to the city and there's, I do feel a lot of guilt that I now have this great life. But he also has said to me that he doesn't know what he would want to do, what his passion would be either. So He's happy for me to do this, but
0: yeah, there's a lot. There's a real lot to unpack. Oh, there is, and I think every single thing of what you said there, I can 100 resonate with as well. Yeah. As well, <coughs> real tickle in my throat. You do need to get <laughs> some water.
1: Um, but yeah, so and then there's even around that I'm working really hard. Like I, I would say I'm working harder that I than I have ever worked in doing this, and I'm I'm loving what I'm doing. But you know, I'm staying up late know responding to people and and messaging clients and you know designing you know programs and social posts and all of the rest and it, it really is lighting me up but I feel like I'm nearly working harder than he's at the, at the moment but then he's making all the money and so um yeah there's this whole uh, it's it's just it is really it's a really difficult to, to navigate and I'm, I must like he's he's great but there's times where we've had you know why haven't you responded to that? Like you'll say to me, why haven't you responded to that email? And like, cause I've just been letting, you know, school things go or whatever, cause I've yep. been under the pump with work. And so then there's that that whole duty um, thing as well. Yes. And I guess yes. like the mental load or whatever you want to really call it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, um, it's
0: interesting. <laughs> it is. And this is why I love having these kind of conversations because Whilst I think, and I am 100% up for the the inspiration and the empowerment and the education piece around, you know, we don't have to do things the way society tells us we have to do things. We don't have to go and have that corporate nine-to-five if that's not what lights us up. We can, can, um, you know, we can carve our own paths. Like I am 110% for that conversation. But at the same time, I think it's really important to have this side of the conversation because this is the realness of what happened and you know it's very timely for me at the moment because my hubby um he's he's certainly the breadwinner the main breadwinner in our household as well and we've over our lives we've we've flitted and changed you know we've sort of I've been the main breadwinner while his business was building well we were both full-time in work and we both earned the money. Then I had kids, I dropped back, he stepped up. Then the kids got a bit older, started school, I stepped up, he dropped back and started his own business. And so we've always been sort of um, seesawing. And I certainly put a lot of pressure on myself, exactly the same as what you just said there, in as much as I am doing what I absolutely love to do. And sure, I get myself a bit... um, I perhaps overcommit sometimes and then I regret it and then I think shit and then I just remind myself that I put the deadlines on myself and and I work I can work through that but there's definitely this dynamic of of me doing the thing that I love and him going out and doing the thing that earns the significant amount of money in the household and there are challenging conversations around that and you know we've had the conversation of well you know because he's an electrician do you think I like crawling through roof spaces when it's 40 degrees outside and and you know putting ceiling fans in for people it's not it's not my passion but I do it because it's you know it's money for our family that allows us to do things for a family that we want to do so I think what I'm what I'm trying to get to here is that we can have that we can have that life, can't we, where we're running the business or doing the thing that we really want to be doing, but we can't ignore the fact that there's going to be real, very real conversations that have to happen. Very raw, very honest, very confronting conversations that have to happen to keep a household ticking over, especially through that transition time.
1: Yeah. Without a doubt, it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's a really expensive time with um, older kids I mean if there's school fees braces I mean if you even want to go on a holiday especially with four you nearly need, need two rooms so it's um yeah so there's not really a, a a huge amount of leeway for both of you just to go oh we're not going to do that anymore um and so yeah it but but yeah, he can see the potential, and I mean, I like I would love to retire him one of these days. Um, yeah. that would be like that would be my dream to be able to do that. And so, you know, he can see that that is maybe a possibility as well. And you know, that would be great. And even for the fact that if I create a business that maybe it doesn't earn as much as he does eventually, but that I could do it until I'm you know seventy five or eighty, you know, if it's something that I'm super passionate about it and love, then then you don't have this whole having to get to the retirement age and this super and and all of that as well so
0: that's the whole other part of it isn't it yeah. and and yeah. again like when you said um staying up late to um respond to emails and design for things programs and social media posts you know i do a lot of the same as well particularly the podcast editing and things like that and and um, he's like, I thought you started your own business to work less. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but like this doesn't feel like it's work. Like I, I I I love this side of things, but it is a good it is a good feedback. It is good. Um, it's a good reflection prompt, isn't it? If we're if we're faced with a challenging question from our partner, it does kind of make us go, oh okay. Well, as much as I'm loving it. Um, You know, the fact that I'm glued in front of the computer like all evening is that actually, you know, right for us as a family. So I think um, it can also be a really good sort of reflection piece, can't it? To just make sure that we're not getting so absorbed in this thing that we love, that we are actually sticking true to the reasons that we went into it for in the first place.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing when you do bite off more than you can chew, which can happen when you start your own business. And yeah, you have a deadline and you really need to work around the clock. And I've been exactly the same. And he's like, turn off your computer. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't. Oh my God. I've got to get this done. And yeah, but so there it is nice to have that balance as well. Um of them to be able to i mean we're so lucky to have supportive partners that will um, remind us of our self-care if we have maybe forgetting about it as well and then just to be yeah, uh, to, to ensure that we are still you know the whole reason i i do it my blog is for mums who are raising teens to be more present with their family as well so you don't want to be so busy trying to build a business that you forget really about the the, Being core present of for it. the
0: family yeah 100%. and i've
1: even had that with my son and he got a little bit jealous of me at one point. I mean, he's 17 and he's even said to me, um, all you care about is Mama's Day. And I mean, that's a teenager in this yes. self-absorbed way. But then it was a check in for me like, oh, my God, is that true? And, you know, then just take a minute and reflect and work out, you know, what you need to do. And yeah, so it's just a juggling. It's The whole thing is a big juggle, really.
0: It is. It is. And I think this, I, I just want to pick up on, oh, I could just pick up so much of what you just <laughs> said, but I think, I think it's really, really important, isn't it? For anybody listening into this and even, you know, I think for ourselves as well and talking it through, it cements it to, to us as well. Like we're not perfect. Like we're not machines. Like we are human beings. Um, we are mums that do wear many, many different hats and growing a business Anyway, even in isolation with nothing else going on is challenging and an up and down roller coaster of emotions and finances and energy and, and all of that. But when we're trying to do that on the side of everything else, um, we really do have to remember that we're allowed to stuff up, we're allowed to go against all of that stuff that we teach. Sometimes, and it's not that like we do it on purpose, but I think the the trick is to then have awareness of oh shit, you know, like I, I've I haven't been putting the attention in myself into my self care, I haven't been putting the focus into um, being there for my kids, or I haven't been there for my uh, my partner for the last couple of weeks because I've been focusing so much on this program launch. You know, I think we, we we can't beat ourselves up too hard for doing that, but we need to have the awareness. To put, a, to put a stop up, don't we, and then get ourselves back on track. Yeah, without a doubt. And that's funny because
1: I was listening to one of your podcasts about um, the self-talk um, just the other day and it was, yeah, it's, it's a huge thing for me and I think for mums and it's a massive message of mine is about, you know, talking to yourself like you would to a friend and, um, you know, being gentle with yourself and be kind to yourself because I think as mums we are so incredibly hard on ourselves with standard that we you know want to uphold in all areas of our life um you know for you know our parenting and and everything and I think sometimes we can really be just really hard on ourselves and that is really detrimental um and especially you know if you are building a business and it, you know a public facing one like both of, of, of us yep. are doing there's a lot of vulnerability there as well and so you, you can't be your worst, your own worst critic you really need to try and be gentle with yourself as much as possible and that talking to yourself like a friend I found is, is just so relatable because whenever you know we, we are going to forget something or you know, talk to our kids or our partner you know in a way that we you know are not proud of at times because we're only human as you said and uh I always then bring it back when I start to get down this like oh you know you're an idiot or how could you do that or you're not a good mom like I think what would a friend say to me I mean it's even if you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you know going, yeah. oh I'm so tired and getting so old you know and I think well you know what would a friend say and a friend would often say oh my god you look beautiful or "Oh, don't be silly I did that the other day like yeah. And so it really has helped me to stop me in my tracks from, you know, going down that negative spiral of, um, yeah, remorse and darkness, you know, that, that,
0: <laughs> that can happen that is- when you're a mum. Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. And it's so easy. Like I can't, I can't stress enough because I get, I get messages from um, people all the time about things they've taken away from these conversations, particularly these very real conversations. And, you know, I can't stress, enough even when we're the ones you know so for yourself you know with a with a business that focuses on supporting mums to um you know follow a passion and raise their kids and be there for their kids and yeah you know self-care and for me you know it's growing a business that meets the needs of our life rather than taking over our life and knowing what success looks like for that even when we are that public facing face promoting all of that we can still slip up um we are not perfect but um it it yeah it just comes back to constantly reflecting and constantly reminding ourselves what we're doing it for isn't it so I think yeah totally normalizing yeah <laughs> totally yeah, think, yeah, normalizing we all feel that <laughs> way and yeah but be your own friend
1: you know I mean you you live inside yourself and you have to be with yourself all the time so don't be mean to yourself if 100%. if you can because you're only human we that's that's at the end of the day we and as mums more than you know probably other people in in the human race we are really doing the best because we love our kids so much so nothing the decisions that we make are are not really coming from a place of yeah of badness at all it's just a matter of being human and forgetting having too much on your plate being frustrated and overwhelmed um, at times and and you know reacting to situations rather than yeah. Then looking at the bigger picture. And so then it just comes back to the whole so- circle of the self-care because yes. if you are nourishing yourself and yeah, I like to use the analogy of a flower that if the flower has beautiful sun sunlight and, you know, nourishing soil and enough rain, then it will blossom and bloom into be a beautiful flower. Whereas if it doesn't, then it won't. And I'd like to think of the self-care as the soil and the sun and the and the rain and all of that. And if we put you know goodness into ourselves with good food and nutrition and exercise and it's some time just to be still then we will be show up as the best version of ourselves for everyone around us so
0: 100 i absolutely love that i absolutely love that if you could wrap up in a neat little um in a neat little bundle. Someone listening to this who's feeling completely overwhelmed—maybe they're in a job that they're not really liking, have got this idea that they want to um, act on, but don't know how and when to do it. Maybe they have their own business and they're just feeling completely under the pump at the moment. If you could sort of—if you could offer one piece of advice to that person, what would what would it be that you said to them? It would, it would be probably just to take, try and find a little bit of
1: time for yourself. And, you know, it, like I love saying meditation and all of that, but it's not for everyone. So what, whatever it is for you that, you that lights you up, like whether it's going for a walk in nature or just sitting and having a cup of tea for 15 minutes, you know, if you do want to write it out in a journal, but just have that moment to really check in with yourself and listen to what yourself is saying of what you need to do, what would make this, situation better for you um, and I think if you if, if you just do take that time I mean for one you, just to have a moment for yourself is great but um, if you do reflect and, and give yourself that opportunity then the answer comes of, of what you know what it is that you know you're going to need to do whether it is taking a more of a reset or no, I do need to quit that job or, you know, maybe I just, you know, need to talk to my kids or yeah, I don't know, but it, it's about really checking with yourself, I think. And, and however that you feel comfortable in, in doing that, I think is, yeah, probably my advice.
0: I think that's fantastic. I really do. I think that's awesome. Emma, if people want to um, reach out to you, find out a bit more about what you do connect with you, where can they find you?
1: So I'm most active on Instagram. And so my handle is um, at Mama Stay, which is M-U-W-M-A-S-T-E, And I guess it's just a play on Namaste from, you know, yoga. Yeah. Uh, and then I've you can get me on email. It's hello at um, MamaStay.com. And then I have a website as well, which um, I have lots of blogs on there. And that is um, mamaste, uh, com so
0: yeah awesome 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 and all those shown all those show notes I'll put in the (laughs) links all those links I will put in the show notes to this episode as well so anyone listening in can go and click on there and can go connect with you and find you and reach out and say hey um that would be awesome. It is it has been such a great conversation. Thank you so so much. I really really appreciate your time. I have everybody listening has taken something away from it. I think the 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 key fundamental thing that I took away from it is the fact that we are not superwoman. We are human. We need to be kind to ourselves and we need to give ourselves that time to stop and reflect and really hone in on what it is that that we need in a situation because essentially when we're feeling overwhelmed and overworked and just everything on top of us we need something don't we so we need to stop and give ourselves the opportunity to figure out what that is
1: yeah that's exactly right Claire and and you don't need a lot of time to do that either and equally thank you so much for having me and I love you know your message as well I feel like we're very much aligned um, in you know what we're trying to promote um, as mums in business and, you know, just yeah, to look after ourselves, take that little bit of time and, you know, don't be afraid to follow your passion. If there is something that is lighting you up, then, you know, then you're the only one maybe standing in your way of that. So, yeah. And you can find little, little steps to take as well, to get to to the bigger picture. So yeah, that would, yeah. But no, thanks
0: Claire for having me. I really appreciate it. Pleasure. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap for another episode of the Real Life Business Podcast. Thank you so much again to Emma for your openness and your honesty in this conversation. I really love these real talk conversations because so often we can sit there feeling like we're the only one having arguments with our partners about money or um, juggling school duties with our business and house duties and everything else, but the fact is, and how many times have you heard me say it? You know, no one has their shit together a hundred percent of the time. We are all going through this same juggle. We are all creating. A business for ourselves amid these, you know, this crazy thing we call life, like I said at the start of the show. And so it's great to have these conversations to normalize the, the feelings and the conversations to help us feel like we are not going through this alone. So What I loved about this conversation, first and foremost, be kind to ourselves. We are doing the best that we can with the resources in inverted commas that we've got, with the time, with the money, with the energy that we've got. We are doing the best that we can. A really great question that Emma shared in this conversation is, what can I do to make this better for me? Now, I think that's a really powerful question, particularly for us mums in business, because it is so easy for us to put everything else and everyone else ahead of ourselves and in doing so it actually can make us not be able to give our best. We, we can't give our best to our kids, we can't give our best to our business, we can't give our best to our partners, we can't give our best to our friends, to our health, to our mental well-being if we're not putting ourselves first. So that's a really great question I think that we can all check in on. What can I do to make this better for me? What can I do to make things easier for me? And there is nothing wrong with things being easy. Like, cut What corners can be cut? What things can be gotten rid of? What are we doing just for the sake of doing it? Just for the just for the feeling that of of being busy you know what can we get rid of what can we simplify what can we declutter i am a big fan of decluttering physically mentally emotionally you know so what can we do to make things better and the final thing that really stood out for me from this conversation is making time we have to make time for us all these three points tie into each other we have to make time but we also have to accept that making time and the self-care and me time doesn't have to be 2 hours it can be 5 minutes it can be half an hour it can be 20 minutes it can be whatever works for us so if you have been putting off self-care by saying i'm too busy for that i don't have time for that think small what's one thing that you can do what what can you do to give yourself five minutes of time. It might be a walk. It might be a some deep breaths out in the garden. It might be a cup of tea in a sunny spot. It might be reading a book. It might be having a bath, having a longer shower than normal. What can you do? What small little thing can you do for you? How can you make time for you? Love it, love it, love it. Okay. All of Emma's details are in the show notes to this episode. So you can click through and find her on her socials and find her website. So I would encourage you to do that if you have loved this conversation. And that is all from me for this week. I will be be back in your ears really soon. And until then, bye-bye. You have been listening to the Real Life Business Podcast with me, Claire Markwick, bringing confidence, clarity, and calm to the busy mum in business. Thank you so much for lending me your ears. It is much appreciated and I love to connect with you. I love to hear what you think and what you take away from these conversations. So what would be awesome for you to do right now is take a screenshot of wherever you are listening to this episode from and share it to your Instagram stories, tagging me at clairemarkwick.reignite. And let's share this real-life business message. Let's share this message that we can have the business that we want, the lifestyle that we want, and it doesn't have to drive us crazy in the process. I will be back in your ears really soon, and until then, bye-bye.